Welcome back to another edition of the Locked On Blues podcast, part of the Locked On Live Network and your number one source for daily blues content. I'm Josh Hyman, and today I'm joined by the host of Chell Squared, fellow podcaster, fellow hockey fan, Andrew Chelney. Andrew, how's it going? I'm doing well, man. How about yourself? Oh, you know, I'm 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 loving life right now. First day of classes, back for back for college, and it's it's a good time getting back in the swing of things. But also also talking some hockey, which is great. And uh, before we before we jump in, I gotta give a quick shout out. To our friends over at Nyko Sports, they reached out and sent over, informed me of a really gorgeous hockey stick that they're selling. If you guys haven't heard, we've been talking about this the past few days because honestly, I can't get enough of it. It's this gorgeous commemorative hockey stick, uh, full size. One side, you got uh, the All-Star Game logo and date commemorating the All-Star Game. And on the back, on the other side of the hockey stick, you got a commemoration of the Stanley Cup win. You know, the Blues just did that in case you weren't aware. It's, it's two big events in St. Louis sports, St. Louis hockey. And got one side, like I said, the all-star commemoration. The other side's got every game of the cup final. Got information on the Conn Smythe winner. It's just an absolutely gorgeous stick. Absolute necessity if you're a, if you collect sports memorabilia. Uh, it's limited edition. They're only making two thousand and twenty of these hockey sticks. That's right. So limited edition. You gotta gotta get your hands on one of them quickly because they're they're selling out. And if you are interested in in getting one, you can you can uh, go to one eight call one eight hundred three four five two eight six eight. So if you want to order it via phone, that's 1-800-345-2868. Or if you want to order it online, you can go to nikosports.com. That's N-I-K-C-O sports.com. And every every purchase, a bit of the proceeds go to the Blues for Kids Foundation, which is which is an amazing reason to buy if you don't if you have aren't convinced already. And if you do buy, make sure you mention the locked on podcast as, as to where you heard about him from uh, that being said um let's ready let's let's talk some sports andrew uh how, how you doing what are your what are your thoughts in, on the sports world right right now at this exact moment uh i mean there's a lot there's a lot going on uh in the sports world at least in the last little bit here i, I mean uh work in nba radio and nfr radio for sirius xm i mean it's been such a whirlwind last 48 hours or so you got the you got the kobe bryant news Right, and you also have the Super Bowl going on. You got Radio Row, you got media stuff going on all of this week, and you got the game on Sunday. I mean, it's been such a crazy last forty-eight hours. Uh, we put up uh, one of the producers of NBA Radio brought in and hung up a, a Kobe Bryant jersey in our studio. We took a picture of it. It's on our Instagram. Uh, if you want to go see it at SiriusXM NBA, I mean. I, I posted it on my story uh, when I when I saw it yesterday too. I mean that it's it, watching ESPN when it happened was so surreal because you reading the TMZ article, I didn't I didn't I couldn't believe it. It yeah. was such a yeah. it was such a moment of. This is there's no way this is real. There's no way this is happening right now. And then it was confirmed, and then Woj tweeted it out, and then Adrian Wojnarowski, Adrian Wojnarowski, the basketball guru, tweeted it out, and then when he tweeted it out, it became even more real. And then ESPN did uh, did a whole afternoon and night doing Kobe stuff, and it was. I still, I still can't believe it's been two days. Yeah, I can't believe this is real. Yeah, it, it was such a, 
I can't, I, yeah, I'm it's, I'm at a loss tough. for words. It's tough. It's it's one of those things where you where they say like, oh, you know where you are, you know what happened. But it's it's one of those things that really just puts a pause on life as a whole. You know, I was like I said, I just gotten back just gotten back to school, seeing my roommates, seeing my buddies for the first time. We're all sitting around the sitting around the table. I look, I open my phone and I see the TMZ news story, and I'm and I my first response was to be like, guys, can you like confirm is, is Kobe dead like I didn't believe it I was in disbelief I asked my buddies I'm like yo can you guys like look this up too like this has got to be a joke right it was it was one of those things where it felt you know not real we touched on this last night and last night's episode of the pod but I basically said it felt like a, a glitch in the in 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 life it felt like you know he's 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 no he's meant to go on and be a great coach and and raise his daughters and be involved in the game in in no situation in no timeline did I ever picture you know modern life going forward with Without, you know an icon like Kobe so it's one of those things where like when it happens it definitely you definitely got to take a pause and, and the whole world like stood still for a little bit the, every media source was talking about it every every Twitter account every news channel it was just it was just the first thing on anyone's mind and I, I, I I'm hard-pressed to you know and that doesn't sound about comparison but I can't remember many moments like that of, of, an, of such an icon uh, passing away so unexpectedly it just took everyone by so much surprise and I, and it was re- it was really just memorable in that sense that I, I the next you know six hours afterwards were so surreal but even even today two days later it's still it still doesn't feel real it's one of those things that like I, I, it's it's every time I get reminded of it it, it still it still hurts still a little fresh in that sense shock I think worn the, off I think the biggest thing you can say well one of the biggest things that really truly encapsulates how big Kobe Bryant was uh, right before I hopped on I was watching Chris D'Elia's podcast congratulations and he's not a sports fan right he do, he's not a sports fan he I mean he doesn't follow sports he said that on Sunday he spent the whole day just crying crying that Kobe Bryant was gone yeah I mean that to me really encapsulates just how big of an I and he he called Kobe and what he uh what he stood for an idea and the idea yeah. of Kobe Bryant not being here anymore but his I but the idea of him lives on is what yeah. when I when I first heard him say that I mean this is I I heard it I'm like this when when someone who doesn't like sports when someone who doesn't follow sports doesn't care about sports when someone like that is distraught the whole day because a sports figure died that's when you know that he was bigger than the sport that he played oh and i i mean i Absolutely. I don't. I still. I'm still kind of at a loss for words as to what I mean, to say. I, here. I think. I think from the other perspective, my perspective. I grew up a you know a pretty diehard Celtics fan, so I was trained to hate Kobe Bryant with every fiber of my being. That was just how it was, and I, I, I did for the longest time as a basketball player. But I, I couldn't help like just marveling at his ability, first of all, but also you know just who he was as a person. Uh, the him, the way he's raised his family, and the way he's made an impact on the game afterwards, and the fact that so many guys in the NBA today just look up to him like he is the Michael Jordan of their generation uh, especially a lot of young Celtics players are are pretty distraught about this I saw just through social media because this is their hero this is a guy that they looked up to and I think it absolutely transcends the game of basketball in that sense
sense where he's he's not just a basketball player he's far from it he's truly a global cultural icon in that sense and and he meant so much more than just the the person that he was he he was a brand in a sense besides just his his shoes and his clothing in the sense that when you think Kobe Bryant you just don't you don't just think of oh his basketball accomplishments you think of his just impact on not only the game as a whole but the country and the world as a whole he's a household name and and to basketball fans and non-basketball fans like it's it's truly a, a earth-shattering moment for a lot of people i think and i and i agree with everything you said and i know this is a hockey podcast so we're going to get to that yeah. in a second here but one final thing about that that i want to mention is like watching lebron saturday night passing kobe mm-hmm. for all-time points score and then having kobe cheer lebron on on social media and otherwise just that whole that whole game Saturday night and then afterwards yeah and then to, and then Sunday afternoon <laughs> just a normal regular su- Sunday afternoon just have that and, and also I want to you know uh, my heart goes out to not only to Kobe Bryant, uh, not only to to his family, but also everybody else that was affected. Because right. I mean, there were nine people on board that helicopter, right. and and he died, his uh, uh, Gigi died, mm-hmm. and also seven other people were were aboard that ship, including the the pilot. I mean, right. this is such a, a tragedy that transcends sports that transcends everything because now all right i mean the the basketball players no longer here but he's he was a dad he was a huge supporter of women's sports a massive massive supporter of women's sports and now you know uh to i I, i'm still kind it's been two days man it's been two days and I've had so much time to think about what I wanted to say, and now that I have the opportunity to say it, I don't know what to say. Yeah, it's it's a world shifting moment for sure. It's it's one of those things you can't really prepare for in any sense. You don't really know how you're gonna react. But I, I think the most important thing is to remember, like you said earlier, his legacy lives on. Him, the icon, lives on, and there's and there's a lot that he'll be remembered for. You know, I, I said it last night. I'll never shoot a balled up paper balled up paper towel into the trash can the same way again. Uh, he's he's created himself a lasting legacy and. And I think that can't be as as much as it hurts and as much as it's a tragedy. It, it can also be appreciated the 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 impact he left on us as a society. For sure, totally agree. Right. Yeah, and that being said, uh, moving forward into some less less somber news. Uh, I guess just looking at looking at the scope of the NHL as a whole, you know, we're just getting things back underway post post All Star break. Uh, Blues played last night. wasn't wasn't their best outing. Whatever, they're still getting their sea legs under them. I guess. Uh, to get to talk to you, uh, what would be important to talk about? You know, we're we're used to watching Western Conference teams, and you know, here in St. Louis. But you're you're a Rangers fan, so I guess what do you what are your um, broad thoughts just to start on? I guess the Rangers this year, and then also th- threats in the Eastern Conference. Who should who should the Blues potentially look out for if we were to make it all the way for a, to to compete for a back to back in the Cup final again? So quick pop quiz here and if you're on the standings page uh click out of it for a second who do you think leads not only the eastern conference but the nhl in goal score players or or teams teams that's that's which team which team leads the league in scoring Ooh, that's a really good question um i don't know the answer to that i'm gonna assume it's 
I'm gonna assume it's someone like like Tampa or, or Washington with the with the heavy goal differentials and just their their obliterating mm-hmm. offensive style of play that they're so prone to put on. Tampa's close. It's not Tampa. uh, Tampa's close. The Caps are close. The Florida Panthers lead the league with 183 goals for. You know, you could have let me guess all 31 teams. They would have been in, in the last five, probably. They've won That's six crazy. in a row and are on a complete and utter tear right now. And I don't know how long this is going to last. Chris Drieg, uh, their goaltender Drieger has been playing phenomenally uh, over the past couple of weeks here. They're eight and two in their last 10 games. Uh, they still give up a ton of goals. A lot of that has to do with Bobrovsky not having right. a great season. Right. But if you score 183 goals and you're leading the league, you're probably going to be doing well. Uh, and that is definitely a team that is really kicking it into gear uh, at the right time, too, because you got Coach Q behind the bench now. You have an offense that's been there for not just a season, but but previously to that, too, they just didn't have the defense and the goaltending to get it done. They still don't really have the goaltending, which is weird to think about when you sign Bobrovsky to that massive contract. Right. But now they're figuring out a way to win games consistently. They're third in the Atlantic. I mean, there's a lot of teams that if you're a, if you're a Blues fan and you're looking at the Eastern Conference and you say, okay, which teams would I be scared to play? I mean, you got Florida for one. You got Washington, who's won four in a row. Who's they? They look unbeatable right now, too. I mean, you got Boston. You got Tampa. Tampa lost uh, in overtime to Dallas last night, uh, but they're they're very hot right now. You don't want to really mess with them. Columbus, who a team that nobody yeah. nobody thought was going to be nearly even remotely close to a playoff spot come January 28th. Here they are in a wild card spot, six wins in a row. You've got so many dangerous teams in the Eastern Conference right now. I mean that it is if you're a Blues fan and you and you're looking at it and you go, "Who would I want to play in the finals if I got back there?" I don't know if I have an answer for you. The the way the way I'm almost looking at it is you got you got your clear cut leaders, you got your Boston, Washington, Pittsburgh, I guess are pretty clear in a way. But then other than that, number two, three and number three or number two and three in the Atlantic, number three in the Metro, and then wild card spots one through four are all separated by four points. So you got Tampa and Florida in the Atlantic, uh, New York at the New York Islanders at the bottom of the Metro, and then you got Columbus, Carolina, Philly, and Toronto all within three points of each other, fighting for two wild card spots. So, the, it, my impression of that is the East is so so bloody, and and they they beat the shit out of each other. Like you get you get a Atlantic series of at some point Boston, Tampa. You'd expect Toronto, but this year not so much. Boston and Tampa will take care of each other at some point before the final. You, and then you got you know the wet the Metro. You got Washington and Pittsburgh, who always who are always going to be you know bloody battling it out seven games. You got Tampa, who's capable of that. And then you at the bottom, you got Columbus, Carolina, Philly, Toronto, all competing for wild card spots. So I think there's so many like good enough teams in there that I think the East is going to be a, a harder road than the West as it has been in, in the past. 
last. I think the team coming out of the East is likely to be a little bit more, a little bit more uh, worse for wear than than the West. Although the the Blues have a tendency of of doing that regardless of their opponent. But I think the the fact that there's just so many good East teams and there's only a few that are really at the top. That even the guys, even the teams at the top, like Boston. In, in Washington and Tampa have shown their flaws in the past. So there's not like their, their walk-ins to, to make the conference final or beyond. So I really feel like there's, if there's eight playoff teams in the East, there could be eight teams that could come out of it. And I think that's, that's exciting as a, as a hockey fan's perspective, but also from a blues fan's perspective, if they were to make it back to the final, it, it would be, it's a little bit better than having a, them playing a team that rolled through four or rolled through the first couple rounds and, and actually maybe instead battled some really difficult teams and, and, you know dealt with injuries or or you know just the overall fatigue of a, of a playoffs playoff series but it's 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 a very different environment in the west this year that's 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 the the broad scheme of things if i had to say yeah i mean for you mentioned toronto and their biggest problem is writing freddie anderson and freddie anderson can't play all 82 games no matter how many? No matter what you want to believe and what you want out of your starting goaltender, there's you're not going to have a goaltender in this league play all, all 82 games. And if you do play goalie all 82 games, you're going to have a problem because mm-hmm. that goalie is going to give up a lot of bad goals in the process. Like we saw with John Gibson in the second half of last season. John Gibson was unbelievable in the yeah. first half of last season but he got fatigued and Anaheim kept on pushing him to start games and he fell off uh in the second half of of last season because he could not he just couldn't keep up with that work pa- with that work pace and you you're seeing in Toronto same thing i mean they're riding for right. Anderson because well they don't have a quality backup goaltender and there's been a ton of rumors surrounding Georgiev and the Rangers cuz Rangers have three goalies and Georgiev is the odd man out with Lundqvist having his no move clause in his contract which is not being waived i can't um, i I see like five articles seemingly every day or even more than that now that the deadline is is closer and closer that you know you should Rangers should trade Lundqvist and this and that okay well first of all if you checked cap friendly for 7 seconds <laughs> you would see that not only does Henrik Lundqvist have a no-move clause mm. that he would have to waive in order for anything to happen he is making eight and a half million dollars a season. That's a lot of money. And it is and that contract is over at the end of next season. He's thirty-seven years old. Who is taking on that contract besides nobody? I I some of these some of these articles are like, yeah, the, the I saw I saw an ESPN article today that meant that mentioned a few of the writers and one of them uh was like oh yeah the what about the the devils trading for for lundquist and i'm reading that and i'm just like are are you okay (laughs) are we are we okay Uh, as 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 hockey fans as writers as fans as podcasters as whatever you want to as whatever you whatever you are are (laughs) we okay I mean that that is such a scenario that will not only will it never happen 
Try and do that in NHL 20. Forget about <laughs> real life. Do it in NHL 20 and tell me how easy it would be to do that in a video game. And there are no such things as no move clauses in NHL 20 yet, which is wild considering it's the only <laughs> hockey game available. And the, the okay, EA Sports, as we all yeah, know, yeah. hasn't done a great job. No. They, one of the one of the biggest highlights that really kind of shows how bad EA Sports is at at making NHL games. You know the rule where if there's an empty net and you have a breakaway and you get tripped up, it's an automatic goal. Right. Yeah, they put it in the game like two years ago. I oh. mean, what are we doing? What are well, we doing? I would have guessed it still wasn't in the game to be honest, but uh, good for them. Yeah, no, that's it's a far thing from far thing from an actual hockey simulation, but. But the, the point still stands. The Lundqvist, is, Lundqvist isn't going anywhere. Right. Shesterkin, obviously... Right. You could not trade him in NHL 20 even with the... Even if there isn't no trade clauses is what, is what yeah. you're getting at, I'm assuming. I mean, yeah. You, you, there, you, you could try. I mean, even if you... I mean, you'd have to include like a first rounder, which the Rangers would never do in real life. So uh, that's such a moot point. But he's not going anywhere. Shesterkin obviously not going anywhere. The heir apparent. And that leaves Georgiev. And Georgiev, as fantastic as he's been, is unfortunately the odd man out. I would love to see Georgiev and Shesterkin as the one-two tandem with Lundqvist retiring or being uh, a, a goalie coach with Benoit Lair, the Rangers phenomenal guru of a goalie coach but i i've talked to people that that have spoken to lundquist uh, and and i've i had sam rose on the show a few a few weeks ago and he yeah he was basically like yeah that there's no way lundquist retires early before that contract is over so there's it's such a moot point that he's going anywhere and that leaves georgiev out so that leaves toronto that leaves san jose a team that desperately needs goaltending and that's really it from teams that are desperately looking for one. Yeah, I mean, there's sure there are teams out there that would like uh, an improvement at end goal, but in terms of teams that are in the hunt and desperately need one, maybe not San Jose anymore because they kind of stink. But mm-hmm. Toronto definitely, definitely needs one. But San Jose could trade the trade a, a good amount for him because they don't have a goaltender. They don't have a prospect. They don't have a good starting goaltender. Martin Jones is clearly not good enough. And Aaron Dell, while a okay backup, can't be a starting goaltender for you. So right now, I would think that there that it would be a two-team fight to the death for Alex Georgiev. But as we've seen in the past, there could be a, a surprise team in the mix. I mean, I don't know. I'm not a GM in this league. But <laughs> – I, for now, I think I think we're going to see a heated battle yeah. before the deadline for Georgia. I think the deadline's going to going to shake up a lot of the scope of the NHL. Even though there's not a lot of big names in the move, I think there's a lot of little pieces that could be the be the difference maker for teams heading into heading into the playoffs. And, and especially coming, like I said, coming out of the East, it, it really depends on how things shake out from the Blues' perspective. But also just looking at the Eastern Conference in general, I think it's going to be it's hard to predict. It always is. So I think that's going to be fun. 
But um, I think that's I think that's all we got for today. Before we wrap things up, I gotta remind you guys one more time um, of the of the lovely offer our, our friends over at Nyko Sports have for us. They they got this amazing, beautiful Blues commemorative hockey stick. It's it's custom painted, custom made, limited edition. Like I've like I talked about earlier, it's got the All Star decal on one side, the date of the All Star game, and the logo. And on the other side, you flip it over. It's it commemorates the Blue Stanley Cup victory. Uh, this past season, it has the results of all the games in the cup final, uh, commemorating that. It's got the Stanley Cup logo, and it's got uh, Ryan O'Reilly as the Con Smythe winner. It's got his name on there. It's it's absolutely beautiful. It's it's a great collector's piece, and they're they're based in Chesterfield, so they're a local company. Uh, all the more reason to support them. And it's limited edition. There's only 2,020 of them, so it's 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 not it's not going to be easy to find. You gotta you gotta take advantage of this opportunity, and it's nice and cheap. Only ninety nine dollars for a full size hockey stick. Uh, if you're interested, go ahead and call them at one eight hundred three four five two eight six eight. That's one eight hundred three four five two eight six eight. You can also when you call, you got you can talk to a specialist, ask them about plenty of other Blues merchandise. They got a beautiful All Star Frame photo and much more. And if you want to order online, you can go to Nyko sports.com that's n-i-k-c-o sports.com and wherever you order it if and when you do please mention locked on podcast as to where you heard it from it means the world to us and it means the world to them go support a local company uh, but that being said I, I think that's all we got for today andrew thanks thank you so much for joining me hopping on this tuesday tuesday afternoon absolutely anytime yeah yeah you got any any closing notes want to pr- give yourself a little little promo shout out the page uh, yeah, I got a podcast, Chell Squared Podcast. We got some huge guests uh, every week. We got Joe Beninati on uh, on Friday. I'm planning some some good stuff going on for uh, for this upcoming Friday. New episodes every Friday. Uh, just released pre order for merch. We Absolutely. got some great beautiful some, t-shirts. Thank you, thank you. We got some Fuego t-shirt designs that are uh, available for pre order right now. If you would like one. DM me your color and your size, and I will make sure that when the website is becomes public and orders become available to everybody, that your size and your color uh, is in stock and you will receive it. So if you are looking for a, a pristine Chell Squared merch shirt. If you want to become a Chell Razor, hit up uh, my Twitter at Chell Squared or my personal Twitter at Chelney Andrew, C-H-E-L-N-E-Y Andrew for more info. Awesome. Yeah, definitely check him out. He's he's been a huge, huge supporter of the pod from before it even was the pod. So so he's he's a he's he's uh he's a friend of mine, so definitely go support his support his endeavors on this on this Twitter app that we all strive over. But that being said, thank you guys so much for listening. Stay tuned for more ep- more episodes this week. We got we should have five five episodes on five days of the week for the first time. We're working on it. We're trying our best. Make sure you submit our mailbag questions to our Instagram or our Twitter. That's at Locked On Blues for both of them. And that's all for today. And as always, let's go Blues.